0: When you order 70 of something from one store, would you accept a close approximation or would you demand they count one by one? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, yeah, you guys take care of it. This is yet another entry into my fast food chronicles. I believe this is one of the first times I'm writing about people I rarely see, day shift. There was once a time I knew very little about day shift, but one day, I got to appreciate the different requirements. Not more, not less, just different. I covered for a week for the boss. Fodder for later. So a month passes by, I'm back to my usual nighttime drive through duties, and the crew and I are noticing that we're doing way more work than usual. We're coming into our shift to a dirty, horrible, unstocked mess. Every night we come in, we say something to Alberto, the store manager. He says that he'll have a talk with them. It changed for literally a DAY. Then back to the usual mess of extra piles of dishes, garbage bags full of morning garbage. Just absolute unsanitary bedlam. One day I come in a couple hours early to cover for the front counter. It's this time that I run into Scott, the day shift supervisor. The man whose court dates, daughter names, and ex-wives names are things everybody knows. And not because any of us asked. The man who has a twang in his voice for no reason he's from ohio the bane of my existence i let him know that his crew keeps leaving us with extra work this isn't our first conversation so i kept the conversation hyper focused he quips back yeah how about you guys take care of it y'all do the same crap we very don't want us to take care of it we'll take care of it enter malicious compliance i know for a fact that the next am Alberta will be making his orders I decide to take every bag of garbage, every unwashed dish, every unflattened box, and make a collection of it. The rest of the crew helps me with this, and I even reject a few donations to the pile because it's a dish we're going to use too. Dirty egg cooker cups, the works, we add to this monstrosity. I put it on the front of the front door, inside the restaurant, but you can't walk in without moving boxes. I leave a note saying, Scott says night crew needs to take care of all of this, done. Now, what I hadn't planned on was that this particular order or count was something that the GM was here for, and the GM was the first to see it. I wasn't there to see his reaction, but I was very surprised that not only did I still have a job, but Scott lost his. Technically a demotion, but he wasn't the day shift go-to anymore. All of a sudden, things got better. And over the time, I found out that it was all the dirty egg cookers that set the GM off. I mean, I know it's a fast food place, but I'm honestly surprised people allowed this to happen for as long as they did. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is Doing My Job. Okay, I'm really quite terrible at recounts, so I'll try to keep this quite brief. Basically, I was working casually for a pizza chain, the one that you can't out-pizza, and I had to call out for a shift to go to the hospital as I was the victim of some domestic violence and injured my arm. The managers were fine with it, although out of the four I spoke to, none of them asked if I was okay, but that's a different matter. I went to the hospital, and the doctor looked at it and just put a band-aid over the wounds in my arm and said not to do any heavy lifting and use my arm as little as possible for a couple of days. I questioned whether he could just glue the wound or stitch it, but he refused. I have no idea why it 100% needed to be glued, and my regular doctor said much the same when I showed the injuries to him nearly two weeks later as they still hadn't healed. But after i got to my house from the hospital i rang my store manager and told him i would only be able to do light duties for a couple of weeks knowing the doctor at the hospital was wrong and he said that wasn't a problem and that he appreciated that i was still willing to work anyways i went back to work two days after the injuries occurred yeah i probably shouldn't have been going to work but i needed the money and i wasn't going to have any otherwise as soon as i got there the manager not the store manager let's call them tammy told me I would be on dispatch, cutting and boxing all of the pizzas and sides. I apologized and explained that I wouldn't be able to do that as the pans can get quite heavy, and the doctor had asked me to not use that arm. I also showed her the bandage I had my arm wrapped in. Tammy asked why I even came to work then, and I explained that I told the store manager about my circumstances and they'd been happy for me to do light duties. Tammy rolled her eyes and told me to answer the phones and serve customers instead, which I was happy to do. We got quite busy and dishes started to pile up, and Tammy told me to get on wash-up. I reminded her of my arm and suggested it probably wasn't a good idea to put a fresh wound that was still bleeding slightly in water that was being used to clean dishes. Tammy rolled her eyes and said she was going to the office, and she would be back in 20 minutes, and that I'd better have done all the dishes and put them away. I tried to explain that I wouldn't be able to lift the fresh out of the oven pans into the sink to wash, but she ignored me and said that my arm couldn't be that bad or the doctor would have glued the wound or given me stitches and that she wanted the work done. Cue the malicious compliance. I started doing the dishes and was very careful to only lift an amount that I could handle with one hand despite it not being very safe. Ten minutes later, Tammy yelled out that I wasn't moving fast enough, and that I need to use two hands. So I lifted up a larger pile that I could usually carry quite easily with two hands, but in this case, my arm went numb, and I dropped them, and in reflex tried to catch them, which completely busted the wounds open, and blood started dripping everywhere. I quickly bandaged my arm again and cleaned up the blood, but one of the customers had started yelling that I needed help. Tammy came and told me to move out of her way. She then spent the rest of the night cleaning the dishes as the store manager had checked the cameras, and seen me doing the dishes and told her they needed to be redone with clean water. And I continued doing the light duties I'd been assigned to, aside from a number of admin tasks that I normally did, which she for some reason refused to allow me to do. I found out later Tammy didn't go home until 1 a.m. and kept two other staff there to help her when we closed at 10 because she wasn't able to get to her work. Plus the work she refused to let me do done on time. This story's crazy and all, but I just hope OP's in a good spot now. I mean I'm sure OP kind of glanced over the domestic violence mention, but Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Even without a doctor's note, you should have some kind of compassion. They should be impressed that somebody's even showing up to a pizza chain in that condition. Our next story is my dad's cousin's ex. Let me tell you a story about my dad's cousin. She's in her late 70s, early 80s. Well, she was married to a super high up of some big company. They had two kids, but had a wonderful prenup. It was ironclad. where if they divorced, she got nothing but what was acquired during marriage and he paid child support. If she cheated, she forfeits everything but child support. If he cheated, he had to pay her alimony and child support until she got remarried. No matter what she made, it was set that she got $5,000 a month alimony. After the kids were 18, her alimony went down to $2,500 if she was still unmarried. The man was loaded. Well, he cheated and she got proof. Actually, his boss caught him and liked her, so he told her, even testified to it. Plus, he didn't deny it in court. He was having an affair with his young secretary. So she got alimony and child support. Well years later, after she finished cosmetology school, she ended up opening her own hair salon in the south. She has a lot in those upscale assisted living facilities, so now she's also loaded. She drives a super cute red convertible Mercedes. Well they divorced when she was 30. She's still never remarried, he's still paying alimony. She's had a serious boyfriend for 30 years, but she said, just despite the ex, she won't remarry unless he dies. So, he's been married more than four times, but no matter what, because of his prenup he insisted on, she still gets that $2,500 a month. Well, for at least 40 to 45 years so far, he's been paying. She said, after what he did to her, making her give up her dreams and sign a prenup, she was going to make him pay. She did eventually go finish school and follow her dreams after her kids were grown. She has. She's the nicest person too. His other wives got nowhere near that. He made sure his prenup granted them nothing but child support. Also, her boyfriend and her don't live together. They've been neighbors for years. They both want their own space. He also has his own money. She doesn't even need her ex's money, just puts it in an account for her grandkids' colleges. She also likes to donate some to women's shelters. She donates it in his name, so he gets notifications or notes that money was donated in his name. She said the day he dies, she and her boyfriend will go to the courthouse. Everyone in the family knows, and every time we see her, my father laughs and says, So, the extra live and paying? Do you guys believe in prenups? Like, if somebody does have a good chunk of assets or is making a good chunk of money, Should the relationship be so good that it's just not necessary? Should it not be seen as a shameful thing if somebody wants to have a prenup before they get married? If somebody says that they will not get married unless they have a prenup, is that a huge red flag and a sign that you shouldn't go forward? I'd like to know what you guys think. This next story is... Cancellation fee? My work. Yes, the same job where I reported those emails. Used to rent their printers from a printer company, and they sucked. We paid over $2400 a month for just the 8 laser jet printers. No toner, no supplies. And we had so many issues, network issues, paper and toner issues. And every month we would have to shell out money for one of their technicians to come out and fix their junk. We paid that for over 8 years until we went over the numbers and found out it would be cheaper to buy our own machines. So I called them to end the rental. They did the average spiel. What can we do to make you stay? and they were desperate. They said that I would need to pay a small cancellation fee to end my contract, expire 6-24-2023. The next day, I have an invoice on my desk for $11,296.34 for the cancellation fee. I called them and they gave me a super unclear answer on why it's this amount. I look into this contract we signed eight years ago and it said that if we cancel within 14 days, We would incur no cancellation charge and receive a refund for that month if the printers were in packaging so i call them and ask to be upgraded to their top of the range package and i would like all of my old bad stupid printers taken away and to get top of the line new printers the total per month was like eighty nine hundred dollars a month and in this new contract i signed for this new package the no cancellation charge within 14 days clause was still there I convinced my financial manager for me to try to gamble $8,900 so we can save $11,000. Worst case, we save $3,000 on a cancellation fee. Best case, we save $11,000. They said that in three days, my old printers will be taken. Then next week, we can choose models. The day comes and the printers have been taken. The next day, I called this printer company and say I would like to cancel my contract and it's been under 14 days. Out of luck. I get connected to the same person I was talking to about getting these new printers. It took me around 2 hours, but they finally cancelled it and they didn't have to pay a fee. They were totally confused and probably pissed. Hey, if you're gonna give somebody that's been in a contract with you for 8 years a hard time, that hard of a time to get out of the contract, I say it's fair game. This company was totally loyal to you and you try to screw them over on the way out. If I was in any kind of job position where I had influence on who you contract with or who you work with for printing stuff, I'd be spreading bad words about this company around all over the place. Just a horrendously predatory charge. That said, our final story of the day is, you want 70? Um, okay. One, two, three. So not mine, but the one that was done to my dear sister. My sister buys these fish to feed my brother-in-law's pet fish. She goes into the pet store and says she would like 70 of the little guys. So the net goes in and right into the bag. Well, My sister looks and goes, that's not 70. So the store employee looks at my sister and goes, okay, and dumps the little guys back into the tank. Then proceeds to initiate malicious compliance. One in the net and into the bag grabs another in the net, and now two in the bag. Another customer shows up and looks puzzled as the employee's now on a seven count. Yep. Gives my sister a look and says, Is he for real? Sister could do nothing but shrug and say yes, knowing this was all on her. Sister gets 70 fish, looks at the bag and bows head defeated, as she now realizes the first bag had more than 70. Wasted her time, the employee's time, and those of the other customers waiting for help. On the way out, the manager seeing my sister, clearly disturbed, asked her what was wrong. She just told the manager that she was in a hurry to get home. No complaint was made. She told us she knew she messed up, but couldn't complain about it either. The employee of the pet store is my hero. Yes, sister realized she messed up big time. We all laughed as she was telling the story both at her and the awesome malicious compliance. So from the way this story went down and from what I'm seeing in the comments, the common sentiment is if you're going to like a fish store or a bait shop and you're ordering a bulk of something that would be otherwise incredibly tedious to count out, you probably should just go ahead and take the approximation, because apparently most places will probably give you more than they would be giving you less. And it makes total sense, because if you're a customer ordering 70 of something from a store, and they give you a few extra on top, that's only going to serve to bring you back in the next time you want 70 more, right? Like, I bet this sister was ashamed, but I bet they know that they want to go there next time, right? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.